Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your weekly look at Selena's news, events, politics. No, no <laughs> politics. Not today. Not today. Not today. So today uh, our guest is, is Sylvia Trejo. Trejo. Yes. Any relation to Danny? No, I'm always asked that. In Mexico, just say yes. <laughs> like, of course, of course. But then I'm like, well, you know what? Yeah, He's pretty closer. badass, so. <laughs> you can pull it to you if okay. you need to get into a more comfortable Sorry, spot. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah. can you hear me? One, two, one, two. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, so Sylvia, uh, this is cool. I've, I've wanted to ha- get you on the show probably for years now, right? I think for a while, yeah. yeah. And I've just been busy and we've just been for living years, life been busy, forever. <laughs> Now we finally got you on here. We finally were able to track you down. Yes, um, I'm happy to be here. Thank yeah, this you. is yeah. This was well. Nobody will hear what we were we were talking about before this, but yeah. If if you heard, it's going to be an interesting conversation. <laughs> but we're well, over here sweating. We're like, oh, dude, I <laughs> you can't get me talking about Chicano politics. Right. What do you think of that term, Chicano, Chicano. or Chicana? No, or there's an X now. Uh-huh. Fucking I I've never identified with Chicano. Um, I think again that's another label, but I do know that you know there's this culture of you know kid like children that came yeah. from immigrant parents, right? That were raised here, and so they had to adjust and kind of in a way like mesh like cultures, right? Like you're yeah. now living in America, but you come from this background, so. How do you balance that, right? And um, you become a Chicano. You become a Chicano, right? <laughs> There's a, a well. To me, I've. Are you familiar with Ruben Salazar? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. His he wrote a thing in L.A. Times. What is a Chicano? Mm-hmm. And that that a lot of people go to there and be like, well, oh, this is this is the this is the example. And right. I love it because again, Ruben Salazar is cool because he's technically a Chicano writer and the fact that he's Mexican American, uh-huh. but he was never that. He was. He covered traditional stuff, you right, know. He covered uh-huh. traditional stuff, and then went to LA and like, dude, nobody's covering East LA. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, I, I'm always curious about that. I, I, I would uh, a lot more people don't like it or are not as comfortable with it as I expected. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I hey, love it. it's a, it it's all good. Cool. Chicano. Chicano, yeah. I, I don't identify as Chicana. Um, I was born in Mexico. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Sarah can't be one. Sorry. Not part of the club, mommy. Not <laughs> Sorry, part of the club. I'm straight up Mexicana. You're straight Mexican. Oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I right. was born in, in Celaya, Guanajuato. Yeah, and I come from a little ranchito. That's really? uh, Juan Martin. Uh-huh. So um, it's Juan about Martin. about maybe like 20, 30 minutes from the city um, of Celaya. So Celaya yeah. is decently sized? Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty decent size. It's about... About an hour from the city of Guanajuato, Guanajuato. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, shit. Um, Celaya is known for the cajeta. So if you've tried cajeta. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's Burnt where, milk. Yes. It's <laughs> right? so good. It tastes so good with pancakes. Do you like it? <laughs> is it only goat's milk or do you do cow's milk? What's the... They do, Um, for the most part, is goat's milk. Uh-huh. But I know that they, they're doing different ways now. Do they? Pero este, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But no, it's goat's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> with nuez. What'd you put it on? Um, I like using it in my like toast, um, pancakes, yeah, pancakes. waffles, or just Dude. una cucharada de cajeta. <laughs> Dude, that, that tastes. I wonder why Mexicans <laughs> get diabetes so much. <laughs> Seriously, it's so weird. It's like a mystery. I don't right? know. Just, I don't know where. Yeah, just drinking sugar milk. <laughs> or just, oh, but it's words. so good. Well, yeah, that's that's um that's where I was born. When, and then when'd I, you come here? 
my parents migrated in the 90s. So I was a year old um, and we got here. Um, it was 1990 in April. Uh-huh. So you, April you don't, do you remember? Do you remember that? And I don't remember. No, I, I was yeah. little. Uh-huh. I was a, one, yeah. Yeah. So actually my parents, they se cruzaron la frontera um, with my brothers. We're, there's seven of us. At the time, it was Holy only six of shit. us. Uh-huh. Um, only six? Yes. The seventh <laughs> is the one that's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, my little sister Maddie is the only one that was born here, and uh, yeah, so they mig- we migrated in the '90s, and uh, they crossed the border um, illegally. They crossed the river, everything in Rio Grande. And, put you on uh, a basket? They didn't. Ah, um, that's the story you gotta I, tell. They I, put uh, you on a basket, <laughs> fucking alligator, almost right? got you. Oh my gosh, dude! You gotta embellish that shit. <laughs> You gotta embellish that shit. I need to say it like that, though, dude, for real. People are so gullible; they'll be like, "What?" But no, actually, um, uh, I was crossed with another girl's papers. Uh huh. So that was so easy in the nineties. Yeah. So they crossed me with another little girl's papers. That was also my age, and her name's Jessica. Shout out, Jessica. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for letting me in, home. Yeah. And um. Yeah. So I rolled in in style with in a Trans Am with my padrinos, <laughs> and that's how they got me to this side. And I waited for my parents to arrive. They got here after I got to the states. They arrived like two days later. You're just so sitting there was, eating McDonald's. I was just you're sitting like, there waiting up? for them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I think my sister said that my dad promised them that when they would cross that they were going to, that he was going to buy them McDonald's. Really? Yeah. Shit, I just guessed so, that. That yeah, like, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah. And while I waited, they, I was staying with my tia. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. And how, since, so did you end up, did you guys end up in Salinas right after that or? Yes. Uh-huh. So we came here to Salinas. Um, my parents knew people here. My dad had been coming here to work yeah. in the fields for some time. And um, yeah, so it was my, yeah, that was our first time coming over here. Um, so my then mom's you grew first up in time. Salinas. You're I essentially up, from Salinas. Yeah. You, essentially, you, you yeah. From, from since you were up, one. Yeah. And you grew up on the east side? On the east side, uh-huh. So I assume that so, was racist. Yeah. So did I. So did I. <laughs> and um, we were renting, and then we finally got a little apartment on Ryder. Um, okay. And then, yeah, we, we lived there for some years, and eventually my dad started working for this white man who we're very grateful to. We, we, but Ansel. Yeah. <laughs> was it? No. no. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> He taught him how to do landscaping and tree trimming. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and yeah, so slowly with the time, my dad was able to, you know, start his own little business and yeah. And, and, and landscaping? And landscaping. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, slowly we've, you know, moved up. Moving on moving up. On You've heard the song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Not um, to the east side, but from the east side. From the east side, <laughs> Yeah. And um, I actually still live on the east side. Never left the east side. My parents moved eventually from the little apartment that we lived at um, to another apartment, Paso Grande, um, right by La Paz. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then um, eventually we got our home. But yeah, still on the east side. Still on the east side. Oh, uh-huh. um, it's just home. I go to the north side, go to the south side, and you know it's just different. And then you go into the east side, and it's just like going back home. It's weird. <laughs> My favorite neighborhood and people mm-hmm. that listen to this are going to be so fucking tired of me saying this <laughs> shit but it's the best neighborhood in salinas and nobody knows is alice l between sanborn and wood street oh okay if 
and this is messed up because this is where I feel all bougie and shit. Because I'm like, if they had better housing, yeah, if they had better apartments, nicer apartments, I would love to live there because uh-huh. it's so walkable. Yeah, it's such a walkable community, and they have everything. They have grocery stores and bakeries, mm-hmm. and everything is there within walking distance that's true Um, yeah yeah i didn't know this until one day we did a instead of a bar crawl we did a panaderia crawl nice (laughs) what where was i (laughs) (laughs) we'll do another one we'll we'll tell you about it we hit like 12 bakeries and we walked to every single one no way yeah in that area and i was just like wait what the fuck like that's so cool just bakeries Uh and then you yeah the restaurants and the camiserias and all this and you're like wait what the fuck yeah there's food trucks and all the restaurants it's not like old town here it's 720 everything's fucking closed right now yeah everything's Everything's closed right now that's true and, uh, oh my gosh i didn't really see it like that but yeah, yeah everything yeah. is walking distance right yeah. now just driving down the west east alisal it was like everyone's yeah. walking it's that's so alive yeah uh-huh. and that's what i love that's where it always used to piss me off mm-hmm. that people the whole stigma of salinas and mm-hmm. oh the crime and all that and yeah it happens but when there's like 200 people walking around the street. Yeah. It's pretty fucking safe. Yeah. You're not going to fucking mug somebody or do some kind of crime when there's all these witnesses. Right. uh And it's dark and there's not a lot of people around. That's fucking scary. Yeah. I I live on the south side, dude. And every once in a while, I drink a little too much and I don't want to take an Uber and I walk home. Mm -hmm. There's no cars. There's no people. And this is the safest part of town. Mm-hmm. fucking terrifies me right like, yeah even if i were just to trip and fall and sprain my ankle mm-hmm. what like who's what gonna have you you're on your own because uh, boy yeah. no one's gonna hear you <laughs> yeah on the east side there'll be so many people everyone be looking out the window some lady will you start rubbing so stuff well. on you like dude hey, don't even trip get- <laughs> All right, lady, thank you. um, Yeah. (laughs) That's what, and because, again, we grew up there. Mm -hmm. We know it's not this, like, put your body armor on and duck. Yeah. It's It's a fucking part of town. And it's beautiful. Well, the mm -hmm. culture, I mean, that's Mexico. I, I grew up. Yeah. In that culture. So to me, that's, that's family. That's home. Yeah. Um, but it always blew my mind. And again, that's part of the reason why we do this show is, mm-hmm. is to combat that stigma. Yes. That whole like Salinas is dangerous and violent. Right. And, yeah. Um, and it's crazy how it's slowly. I don't know if you've noticed or or do you believe I believe it's slowly transitioning. I feel like it it's, is. Yeah. You know, the, the crime, the numbers. They were never really never as bad. In the 90s, they were pretty fucking bad. And, and like, if you look at the numbers, actual statistics, like, mm-hmm. people were, like, the feeling is, like, oh, there seems like there's a shooting every day. Mm-hmm. Like, no, as, you know, the internet matured, mm-hmm. we heard of, there's way more information out there. Yeah. But growing up in the 90s on the east side, it was fucking madness. And then you look right. at the crime numbers and you're, like, holy shit, I grew up in that. That's, that's like, that was very dangerous. And yeah. I don't remember. I don't, you know, have any traumatic memories. I, right. I remember all, all, all the good times. I feel like it's like, uh, yeah, like people are saying, I've heard people say, oh, it was it was worse back then or it wasn't that bad back then in the old days. It's getting worse now. It's uh-huh. like, well, I feel like it's always been the same. It's just like how you're saying there's more awareness now through social media, people yeah. having even phones, being able to record, you know, like these platforms where, you know, they're, 
we can see it more now i guess yeah people um, post like arrest logs on mm-hmm. facebook and they're like oh look how crazy it is yes like, oh you <laughs> yeah. do that for monterey same shit exactly people get arrested all the fucking day in monterey don't mean yes. that it's a dangerous violent city exactly uh-huh but i think that perception is slowly slowly changing uh-huh i trip out i'm like I don't know if this is a controversial statement, but it's getting safer because mm-hmm. the cops shoot more people than cholos nowadays. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's you, more there's, officer involved shootings than drive-bys. Last time I heard they're like, oh, it's getting less dangerous because now live PD is running around and people don't want to get caught getting <laughs> caught in trouble. I'm like, hmm, maybe that is another reason why we're not hearing so many shootings. People are... I don't know. I'm like, what I is it? I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that one for a second. <laughs> like, I heard that. I don't I'm like, believe that hmm. one. but you know, I feel like <sighs> they're giving. Way I've too always much felt credit. safe. Yeah, I've always felt safe on I, the east yeah. side. I like riding my bike. I like walking. My mom's it's, always telling me, "Not this alias because it's really dangerous, and you never know. You know, are you loco or whatever?" And I'm like, I've never anywhere, felt that though, danger. That local can be anywhere. Yeah. So I've that always had to. Carmel. I've always been like the little like rebel in my house like oh like what do you mean like no i feel safe and i and i go and i come back and i'm like mom see i'm okay i know when to listen to my gut and like when i'm in danger you know um you grew up here yeah and i and i know the east side and i feel like you know i always say people that grew up on the east side are Mm -hmm. never never innocent bystanders (laughs) people from the east side anywhere we're at we're like Something's about to go down. I think we should leave. Maybe we should go. And yeah. people are like, what? Now nah, we're chilling. Like, nah, let's leave. And as you're walking away, a big old fight breaks out. I'm right. like, see, a fucking <laughs> East Side fucking. Uh, Las Antenitas yeah. are like picking up the. My east Side senses were tingling, dude. I had to, we had to get out of there. That's so funny. But it's weird. You know, you grow up in it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's how. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And I remember the gunshots. I'll, okay, I'll, that's one. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck, dude. I used to get so much shit from my family mm-hmm. who, because they didn't grow up in Salinas, they grew up in the in the country, Northern California, so they always shot guns. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize this until I was older. I hated loud bangs, mm. a balloon popping, gunshots. Yeah, I would freak out. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was like PTSD from living on the fucking east side. Oh my gosh! And, um, yeah. But and then I realized it. It all came to me when there was like a. I was thinking about that. Bill Clinton came here one time in the nineties because mm-hmm. he signed some sort of assault weapon ban, mm. and it got much stricter to get like automatic weapons. Uh-huh. And I didn't think about it, but sometime during the nineties, it it transitioned to like in the early nineties. There was a lot of like uh, Uzis and Tech Nines again, automatic weapons. Uh-huh. Those are the ones that really fucked with my brain. And I remember that that stopped at some point and I didn't. But that the repeated loud, you know, because fuck, I don't know if if people have heard. I mean, we've all seen them on video and shit, mm-hmm. but like to hear an automatic weapon to just the, you know. Yeah. It's crazy because first of all, it's like that was directed at a human right now. Yeah. And and the sound, I don't know, something about the sound. Mm hmm. But that's the only one thing, I guess. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, I, I could deal with loud sounds now and guns. Yeah. Um, but when I was a kid, I really didn't understand it. But like in my 20s, looking back, I was like, oh, shit, that was like some PTSD from, you know, hearing gunshots every night on the east side. That's crazy. Never saw anybody get shot. Yeah. You know, but I heard them all the fucking time. Yeah. And see, know? like, I don't even remember hearing gunshots. I like do. growing up, you know, like I just I would hear, okay, oh, like 
que mataron aquí, someone got shot over here, but I never heard that. I would just hear the sirens and like, you know, there's this like sound of the sirens, this urgency that it sounds different from like even like them rushing to like a like for an, any other emergency. Yeah. It's a different sound. So it's crazy. Like uh, to me, like the ambulances, the sound of the police rushing somewhere, like I knew someone got shot. Yeah. And to me that was like that i guess that's a trauma that i have yeah I'm like oh my gosh like hearing that you know those sounds yeah um, which again i guess uh-huh. you know maybe someone from monterey doesn't so they could be like wow so salinas is different yeah but when i think about the east side like when i reminisce uh-huh. i think about riding my bike with my friends yeah I think about playing soccer i think uh-huh. of being at Kloster park and yeah, shit. yeah exactly I think about school like mm-hmm. you know elementary school and all the fun i had yeah there's so much like 99.9 percent of all the reminiscing of the east i was like oh man this time was fun this was huh, fun we learned yeah. this we did this um yeah so yeah so, and that's what i think most people are you know somebody mm-hmm. that grew up in i don't know wichita kansas yeah like yeah 99 of my memories are cool but there's one time a guy drove into my house or so, i don't know <laughs> yeah. you know we all have yeah. that some kind of trauma yeah um but yeah so it always blew my mind of like oh this city's fucking cool yeah it's all right come check it out and yeah. I think it's slowly happening. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're downtown and I hang out in the downtown a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I've seen it, at least in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, now people come from Monterey. Like, it's a thing. I remember on this show, that's how long we've been doing this show. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. We, I used to be like, will will people ever come from Monterey? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel Salinas will really like be changing. When people are like, you know what? I'm going to Salinas at night. Mm-hmm. To Old Town. This yeah. used to be Skid Row, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, now they've kind of pushed it all into Chinatown. But in the 90s, this is... This is where My mom at. still trips out when I she, I tell her I have my office and I hang out downtown. Because uh-huh. <laughs> she was here in the 70s, you know? like That's what she sees. So, like, yeah. yeah. So you're, like, you're in Old Town? Like, like, it's terrible. And they're like, no, that's it's way different now. Yeah. There's bars and it's cool. There's dancing and people come from Monterey. There's and, definitely been a shift, I feel like, in the last yeah, even, right? like, three years. Like, there's Yeah, that's when it shift. really, uh-huh. really... That's when I've noticed somewhat of a difference, right? Um, well, and, yeah. And well, I, I'm kind of glad that we do this mm-hmm. show because it's going to keep changing and it's going to keep getting better. And I'm excited to see it I love get it. better. Yeah. yeah, I love it. We're getting a bunch of new stuff. Yes. Um, but one thing, and fuck, and I hate to get, again, slightly political again. Do it. But... <laughs> The person that's going to get a lot of the credit, well-deserved as well, Mm -hmm. is Taylor Farms and Bruce Taylor. Right. Because they put their big building there. But, like, that was in the middle. Like It was already already changing. Yeah. Old Town would have still gone in that similar direction without having his headquarters there. Right. Not that it hasn't helped. And it's, it's a nice building. It's a nice building. It's kind of out of place, though. I, I, I love it, it. But it's like all of a sudden you're like in New Orleans. You're like, what the fuck? Why does this yeah. like? Why does this look like I'm in fucking Louisiana all of a sudden? <laughs> right. All these other fucking buildings look like old brick old buildings, town, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like fucking Mardi Gras over right. here. <laughs> Tur- That's so funny. Yeah. Turns out it's modeled after a building in New Orleans that no Bruce way. Taylor really admired. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. What? It's just like. Because I said, told that to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, he he it modeled really it after." And I was like, I, "Dude, 
dude, you get that whole vibe. You're like so funny. I've never been out something. there, but yeah, I could see that. It's a like, beautiful building. It is. It's really nice. But uh, and this is again going back to like I'd love to be able to tell the story because yes, again, I'm not trying to belittle what that company has done and what it has done to help the change. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, for Old Town to succeed, it's going to be the the small business owner yes. that's going to need to succeed and they are and they're busting their ass yeah and a bunch of people have been succeeding before taylor was there you know you yes. had blue aces you had xl you had the t-shop yes. you had dubbers you had all these places that i'm sure have benefited mm -hmm. but we're already doing cool shit right uh -huh. and what i'm liking and i'm trying to find an angle to write a story about this mm -hmm. what i'm digging is it's a lot of young latino yes. business owners you know Woo. xl young mm -hmm. young latinos mi tierra i mean carlos is, is older i mean he's like 40 or something but he his was. sisters work there but yeah it, it's latino they fucking live in costa plaza you know well, yeah. not anymore but that's where they're from yeah and then the fucking theater is called Maya Cinema. Like, yes. Come on. Uh -huh. It's literally called Maya Cinema. Yes. You know, and then you have Villa Azteca, which again is probably owned by older people, but the 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 kids are the ones that are running it and learning all this. Mm -hmm. Um and you have the brewing crew is building their yes, brewery right that's there. So cool. More young Mexicans, bearded bean. Mm -hmm. Again, and this is I don't know if he's Mexican. I know he's Latino at least, but uh -huh. I'm, I'm assuming he's Mexican. We're a fucking business here. We're young Mexicans and we're downtown. Um, so I'm like, dude, it's the young Mexicans who, again, our parents brought us here. Mm -hmm. We didn't know anything, you know, that we, we had to translate for them. So we learned yes. a lot of shit. So now that we're older, yeah. that shit that sucked when we were like 12 having to translate government papers that we didn't yeah. know shit about. <laughs> It's kind of working to our benefit now because yes. you're like, I'm not afraid of this. Exactly. I'm still yeah. now social security forms when I couldn't even read them. You know, <laughs> for real. So, um, so I'm. That's what I'm digging is mm -hmm. that is that it's not gonna be some inorganic, mm -hmm. you know, a bunch of Starbucks pop up and that's why people show up. You exactly. Know? It, yeah. it is bearded being local local people mm -hmm. on top of that latino young latino owned which again i don't want to divide it i know we've had we've had people complain before it's like dude that you're just dividing mm -hmm. like you're like saying no white people are out but it's like no dude this country is made for white people yes everything exactly. is made for y'all like, yeah like right. everything uh -huh. is made for you you have no idea what it's like uh -huh. to 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 do something around people that look like you. Definitely. You don't even have to know them, but it's just, it's so weird. Because mm -hmm. again, I go to so many of these business meetings locally, entrepreneur stuff and all that. And it's mostly pretty middle-aged white people. Mm -hmm. All friendly. All have been friendly. I cannot say I have a horror story of someone being like, oh, stay away, brownie. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I still can't open up. Right. Um, uh -huh. Recently, you know, they started doing like young professional meetups. Shout out Monterey Peninsula Young Professionals. Mm. Um, but young Mexicans go go there. And it's inevitable that we end up in our own little ball, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's cool to be able to have those kind of people. You can express yourself differently. And yeah. even though, again, you don't know each other and you didn't even grow up together, something so weird. I don't, it's that I don't brotherhood, know. Sisterhood, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, we're here. We're doing it. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, you know, like, I feel like because um, our parents, they did the the big 
struggle and they took that step to bring us here to bring a, give us yeah. a better future right um we're not gonna we're gonna fight and we're gonna try to do our best to move up and make them proud and take up spaces and become lawyers and business owners right yeah. and i and it's nice because i think we were talking about this last time how like there's a there's a lack of um field workers right now there's like you know there's not a lot of people working the fields and um and there's signs everywhere like we're that's hiring crazy. we're yeah, hiring that's so and, crazy. you know now these new generations we're not taking I over their so parents lazy, positions yeah. right? we're not going <laughs> to work in the fields they brought us here to do better and to succeed and we're gonna do that and we're gonna take up space and and we're doing that so it's really cool to see you Damn, know I yeah like, hey, Ma, what'd you do at 32? Yeah. Uh, I woke up at 4 a.m. to uh-huh. go pick fucking lettuce yes. for 12 hours. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I get drunk and talking to a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> It works. Well, don't I feel like shit? Yeah, but but like, you know what? And they're happy and they support us because they brought us to do better. They don't want to see us doing There's a reason why they came in this country. And and there's nothing wrong with working in the fields, dude, Matt. Respect. My mom worked in the fields for 30 years. And, and, you know, that's hard work. But I know that they brought us here for... A better life, a better future, yeah. and and I'm doing the best I can to make them proud. And <laughs> I'm doing the best, mom. I'm doing the best, mom, dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> but you know, it's just it feels good to see that change, and and you can yeah, feel the vibe. I love it. You see, you see downtown becoming more alive through these spaces, and yeah. there's more diversity. I feel like people coming together. Like it's not just because they're now owned by like brown people you know us it's i don't know i just see this like welcoming yeah Yeah, it's more welcoming i feel like right because i feel like before it wasn't so much like that it was just for certain kind of again like i feel like we didn't belong like i felt like i couldn't come out here as comfortable as i would going downtown san jose yeah and Uh and it it wasn't i was just recently talking to somebody they said such a a brilliant quote it was Uh so they might not have racist intentions yes but the result was and and we were we're talking about american soccer Uh uh-huh i was like dude it's all fucking tall white guys that play for the american soccer team like there's got to be some brown people that are good enough i think (laughs) i was like and i don't think u.s soccer isn't i'm not saying that the people at the top are saying let's keep brown and black people out of this sport Uh but just because they don't understand the culture Mm -hmm. the way they set their policies ends up with an a not a racist result, but hurting minorities or certain people. Where it pushes us away, where we yeah. don't kind of, which, right? which again was not even, well, not their intention. I'm not exactly. going to go that uh-huh. it's not that nefarious. Yes. Some people are. Some people are definitely like no brown people. Right. You know? <laughs> but I think for the most part, they're trying. There may be they maybe are trying, but because there are no brown people there making the decisions. Yes. Uh-huh. Again, it blows my mind. It's just like all old white guys talk, have, making the laws about women's bodies and, and abortions and all that. And it's like, right. Uh-huh. Why do you guys? Yeah. Why do you, oh my gosh. You yeah. get to decide what a fucking human does with their own body. Yeah. What? No. What? I, that is the dumbest thing ever. And you wouldn't do that to fucking men. Exactly. You wouldn't do that to men. You wouldn't say, all right, by the time you're 12, 
Everybody has to be circumcised by law <laughs> or else you get fired or whatever. You go right. to jail. Like, that would never fucking happen. We do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. Fuck yeah. But why is half of the population? Nah, you can't. This is stupid. I don't know. But again, and it is be- because they're, it's all old men, men or men in general that are making these decisions. And it's like, and we it's can just- never make an informed decision about a woman's body because we do not have women's bodies. We don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really sad. It's, you know, when, yeah. when we go into that subject, like, I just feel like, oh, man. I- yeah, you, dude, it's, <laughs> it's fucking, I, being Mexican, all right, could have could have drawn a better card. But I'm yes. a guy, so psh, pretty and, good. It's pretty yeah. all right, dude. It's <laughs> exactly. pretty fucking all right. Yeah, dude. And, you know, there's still a lot of work. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's sad. It's sad that they're making decisions for us they're yeah like but women got to figure it out more women are going to college more women are getting more powerful positions it's it's over this fucking more women great, but this still being like, a badass being a guy we got like 20 years left of this shit yeah before we're fucked before we take over <laughs> yeah exactly you. <laughs> you're coming i can see it i'm calling it right now i yeah. see it i see it and i feel like women. it's just as women we're nurturers right so we're I don't know. Like we're not aggressive. Men that's tend where it's to be like that's who should be in charge. Uh, I don't know, get why like, that. To me, that makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah, and, and even you know this machismo, right? But the machismo of nowadays is so different from there. Was used to be much like it's crazy. Like our ancestors, there were there was some kind of machismo there, but it wasn't the machismo that it is now. Like they would still support us and help us and they were like you right. know like but now the machismo now from recent years is so different like i don't know like it's hard to explain i don't even want to go into this subject because yeah. it's like <laughs> and, and don't you dare say toxic machismo i'm yeah. fucking kick you off my <laughs> podcast like, right now dude i'm like oh my god yeah but it's tough being a guy too you know it's tough being a yeah i know it's tough being a guy a girl you know what's tough being a guy and this is society does not ever talk about this uh-huh for the most part, we have to, in relationships, we have to be the aggressors. Mm-hmm. We have to approach the woman and say, hey, I find you attractive. Mm-hmm. If it's the other way around, it's, you it, no, it doesn't work. And yeah. It's so weird. And it's like, you know how much pressure that is on us? Right. Yeah. Like, Damn, <laughs> dude. Like, fuck. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll give you equal pay, but can you guys come hit on us too? <laughs> <laughs> you're too funny <laughs> oh, I just think that's just this culture right we've grown up in this society where men are the ones that wear the pants and women you follow the fucking rules and you stay at home and you cook and you do this and and you're there to please and nurture and you there right so it's dumb. like and i want to be a stay-at-home husband yeah. <laughs> i want to do that to me that sounds but like the moment the that comes yeah the moment that oh my god any any woman out there making over six figures that wants me <laughs> i'll raise the kids but I'll then cook, you'll be I'll considered clean. el mandilon right yeah, and that's it's so like stupid. what okay to me, it's like that's the life yeah are you kidding me you know it's it's interesting yeah. it's interesting equality i don't know it, it's 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 difficult so I don't know. I don't know how we're we're never gonna figure it out. I don't think. Like even um in my household, it's sad to say, but like my to see like my brother get up to servirle un plato de pozole, serve my my sister in law plato de pozole. You know, to see him get up and do that for her, 
it's like, oh, how you like the roles You're are like, reversed. Pussy. Yeah, and for a moment, for a moment, that was like an issue that was like really? that was talked about. And I was like, what? why is that a problem? Like, yeah. Yeah, like do that. So what? Like, yeah. It's the other way around usually, yeah. right? And it was my brother, sirviendo de su wife, el pozole, and um, and he was there flipping the tortillas. Yeah. And at one point, that was a problem. I'm like, mom, no, that is a good thing. Like, yeah. you know, we're a team here. Like, we're, you're supposed to help each other. It's not like I'm the man and you got to do this. And tú me sirves, right? And and you're in the kitchen, and I work, That's... and I just get home and I do nothing. Because that was my dad, right? My mom would yeah. get home after working from 4 a.m. to like 6 p.m., sometimes 7, getting home at 7. She still had to get home, cook, clean. I mean, we would help clean, right? Yeah. But she would cook. And my dad would just get home and chill on the couch. That's and it was so like, crazy. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, but I it's cool. I, I personally couldn't. But I couldn't, now, my partner, I couldn't. I couldn't sit there while. Yeah, while but my. I'll now, go in the room, you know. Yeah, now. <laughs> I'm like I can't see you do this. I I'll be in the room. <laughs> but yeah, dude, to see my my brothers, you know, like take on those that other role, That's cool, like yeah. it's pretty cool, and and I hope to. Find a partner one day that is down for <laughs> that me like that pozole. too. That seriously pozole and like is right there Filipino tortillas. <laughs> yeah. No. That, <laughs> well, I'm over here chopping up right at right, like it's just I feel like it's that the culture thing, right? And we gotta break those cycles, those habits of, you know, like, oh, I'm the man, you're the woman, and that's how it is. That holds mm -hmm. our whole culture back. Yeah. That holds Mexican culture. Yeah. I mean, again, worldwide, I, I think it doesn't have the prestige that it should. Mm -hmm. we, 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 from the Mayans in the Yucatan to the Aztecs mm -hmm. to poor Western Mexico, that's a thing, people. Uh -huh. Poor Western Mexico. It's like, we had a civilization too. No one ever <laughs> talks about us. <laughs> and, um, yeah. but shout out, um, <laughs> Chichen Itza or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, and, and the food, it's so funny how you can go to mm -hmm. the most random place. And not that I have, okay, I've mm -hmm. only been to Chicago. That's my travel. Hey. Um, but um, <laughs> but you can, it seems like you can go to pretty much any corner of the world mm -hmm. and ask for tacos or Mexican food. Right. And they'll at least have a version or understand it. Yes. It, it, it is as popular as japanese mm -hmm. french italian yes definitely. but it does not have that level of prestige right uh -huh. you know it's still trash oh, street tacos, food yeah, street yeah. food uh -huh. which mexicans are like yeah it's street food <laughs> it's That's bomb we eat. yeah <laughs> we eat on the street and the more bed. street the better yeah straight like, from a fayuca yeah like. <laughs> you can eat in your house all boring and shit go on the street talk uh -huh, to somebody you know yes. That's what we do we're a communal people but we eat together my, yeah uh -huh. But I again the the culture, not just the food, but the culture in itself, like around the world, that nobody recognizes mm -hmm. that that they were doing advanced science similar mm -hmm. to what they were doing in Europe, even earlier. That again, there were bigger cities, hypothetically, because yes, shit got burned by some people that spoke Spanish. I don't know, mm, right? <laughs> but again, <laughs> there are you know there are theories that you know when. The city, Paris, you know, London were, you know, 100, 200,000 people. There were cities in the Americas with 400,000 people, yes. half a million, you know. And 
nobody sees that as like, wow, what an accomplishment. That's where we come from. How about el maíz? You know? How about tomato? The Mayans. We were the ones that were um, like. Corn was made by the Vikings. Please. What? Come again. Do, oh, my God. <laughs> Some. Obviously, this person was racist. What? That word? Did you they hear this? I'm fuck like. It, <laughs> Well, they were oh, they were going off first of all because they they were mad at the refugees. They were like, "Don't no, don't bring no Syrian refugees this whole time," you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why?" Oh, like, <laughs> uh, well, we're only gonna bring the smart people, and only the dumb people are gonna stay there. So, how are they ever gonna rebuild their country? Right. So uh-huh. I was like, "Wait, how do you decide where someone's smart or not? Right? Like, what does yeah. that mean? What does smart quote unquote yeah. smart mean? Uh-huh. And let's say you could figure that out." So then then your theory is that you take this quote unquote dumb person mm-hmm. and they have a baby with another dumb person. The baby's going to be a dumb person. Like, wait, that, that's People not really how think shit like works. That. I was like, that's <laughs> not how life. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how it works. You know, I'm sure there's no. two doctors out there that have produced some fucking stupid ass babies. Right. You know, like, that's yeah. Not, uh, uh, no, that's how you raised the child. Anyway, that so this whole they so were just factors, like uh-huh. they were so just like no Americans for Americans and I was like you're white, right? Uh-huh. And and one, there was because there was a couple. The other one, the guy was more aggressive. The woman was like, my family came on the Mayflower, and so like I'm as American as it gets. So I was like, my family didn't have to come on no boat, never. Right. Well, part of me. I mean, look at my skin. Huh? Okay, damn you, Spanish. But, <laughs> you know, a certain percentage of me. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you done your DNA? No. The ancestry DNA? I, I just feel weird sending uh-huh. my DNA mm-hmm. out there. Hmm. I, I would, I'm so curious. Yeah. You know, I've had some of my family members do it. Yeah. Um, But I'm just like, who's getting my DNA? Where's it going? What, right. What, okay, cool. I get my paperwork, but what What do you do after? What are you going to do with you that know, what information do you, or... You, yeah, because you could right. easily sell, and I don't care. I'm not this big old like conspiracy thing or anything, but mm-hmm. it's still my data. Like, right, I'm paying you to tell me where I'm from, and then you're gonna make way more money selling my data to other companies. Like, fuck you, do it to for, do huh. it for free. That's interesting. Yeah, my sister you know recently did it. Yeah, and and it was funny. It was funny to see, or interesting to see, like the percentages. Right? Oh, I'm what are you? This, this, and this, and that. Let me show. you be similar, right? <laughs> Are you exactly the same as your siblings? Um, like if you have the same parents. I know no, this is I think dumb. it changes a little bit. Yeah. So like, hey, Ma, what's, what's this uh, 10% over here, 35%? Right? So what's it's going interesting. On? You got something to say? Right. It's funny because, um, so yeah, so she took the DNA, um, Erika, that's my sister's name. And um, it turns out that we're 59% indigenous American. Or oh. from the indigenous Americas. Do you get like Central a tax break? Southern or Mexico, <laughs> right? Do you get like a reservation? <laughs> at least like a fifty dollar right? gift card to like, Dang, I'm like <laughs> anyway. All right, that's pretty cool. Fifty nine percent, fifty nine percent. Um, right. I'm like okay, from Central and Southern Mexico. So 
That's like Guanajuato, Michoacan, right? Yeah. Um, Purepecha. Uh-huh. So that's that, pretty cool to the, know. Yeah, the and 59. then the 20% Spain. And then... It's heavy. Yeah. So that's pretty heavy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can I can see it. And like maybe my brothers and sisters are a little bit more widows than I am. I have my two eldest. They were blonde when they were born. Oh, really? Yeah. It's weird. But anyway... <laughs> Portugal, también, France, of course. Uh-huh. Of course. Nigeria, one percent. Hell yeah. European Jewish, one percent. That's like everybody, right? Yeah. Everyone that I've I seen has one. What were the Jews? They do a lot of fucking at one point. Northern Africa, one percent. So it's pretty cool to see. I guess this, but it's kind of interesting that the again, other than Native American, the next three biggest are all the biggest colonizers of right? this part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Damn, so it's just like, dude. oh, okay. Well, it's nice to at least come on, kind of get dude. an idea of like, you know. Well, then now you can really brag, like as can... as a as a Mexican, as a, <laughs> right? as, a, as a. Here's my stats, first of all, in case you're questioning me. <laughs> and I always found it so funny when I would ask people, like, oh, well, what's your background? Like, where you come from? Oh, well, I'm half this, half that, three percent this and three percent that. I'm like, what? how how do you know this yeah. but i guess yeah it's i guess this just goes back to like the records right i don't know before this i didn't know how far back i went besides my grandma's stories and yeah. what she would tell us and then that's well, it i like, mean they would cool just go from there about being mexican mm-hmm. and the spanish coming over is mm-hmm. the christian i mean not the cool and thing. besides what history tells you, us but know. like you know well but they, they, they took uh-huh. good records right so uh-huh. so the churches do have a lot of records in mexico especially after they came uh-huh. um so yeah you could go back you know i, I think you know if somehow mm-hmm. you get access to the church records that's crazy but yeah. um yeah and not, not i know i said christianity was good coming here i'm, I'm sorry i don't know no. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how you feel about christianity but oh. hey i mean i was raised catholic yeah right we all were i think we yeah. all were but i don't know there's a lot of things that i'm like well I don't agree with. Yeah. I'm not the most religious person. No. And I, I go, go I go to church here and there. I feel like it's just more of like a spiritual more like therapy, you honestly. Just had a crazy week and you're like, I gotta go to church. Yeah. Just like, in case they're right. You know, especially <laughs> just in case I'm <laughs> after like, this weekend. Yeah. You're like, hey, well, I was there. You saw me. I felt bad. <laughs> I repented. Your book says I'm clean. Seriously. <laughs> no, for real. But I think it's more like something, again, that you were raised with, right? So you just kind of, like, have that, like, okay. Because I feel like it's more like a spiritual thing. Yeah. Um, More like therapy. I, I was telling my mom, like, I go to church more, like, because I couldn't afford therapy. So it would, I would go there to sometimes make sense of what I was going through. Not so much because I would believe on what the yeah. Catholic church, you know, does and has done over the years. But... It was more like that for I, me. I know, know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm probably one of the least religious people that you'll run into. Uh-huh. Definitely wouldn't consider myself an atheist because, again, like you were saying, that's just a label. Uh-huh. I'm like, what if an atheist does some crazy shit? And they're like, oh, atheists are crazy. And like, what? <laughs> no, I didn't know that guy. <laughs> right. like, I'm definitely not very religious, uh-huh. but I have thought. Um, Because I I struggle with anxiety and stuff. I wouldn't go as far as I'm depressed or anything, but I definitely Mm -hmm. struggled with anxiety and I have, again, some traumas from childhood. Uh And and there was some some moments where I'm like, dude, I I think as unreligious or, um, what is it, secular, I guess, Uh as I am, I think 
if I were to hit rock bottom or if I just needed a place to just be comfortable or something, I would find a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, and I think it's it's because, yeah, I was raised with that and just it's just some sort of comfort level. Comfort. On the sense. Uh-huh. So as, as little as I believe in all their fanatical stories, right. um, I, I still think in my moment of desperation, that's probably where I would run. And I don't even know if I'm being dramatic, but <laughs> but it just I've I've thought about again, and this was years ago. And uh, yeah, I was like, I think that's yeah. be a place where it just, and I think a lot of it also might come from movies because people do that in right? movies a lot. They idolize this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's all dark and quiet and they're just like sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, how can I help you, my son? And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> La Rosa de Guadalupe appears, yeah. right? <laughs> so, like, right, so, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, so it's, yeah. it's interesting. So yeah, as, as unreligious as I am. I don't agree with a lot of the things they say. Like I was just there this last Sunday and they were like preaching like against abortion and against gay people and all of this stuff that I was just like, fuck you in my mind, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, shut up, don't say this in the, in the house of God, yeah. right? <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, like, why am I here, you know? And and I just had to like be like, okay, well, that's not what I believe in. And I don't have to accept that. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah. I do. Yeah. I, be like, hey, get to the uplifting shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally felt like getting up and being like, no, like, no, like here, this is why, like, you shouldn't think this. But I was just like, okay, whatever, you know, this is the religion. It's just what it is. And, yeah. um, and that's and one, uh-huh. again, not a feminist or anything, but uh-huh. especially Christianity. Yeah. It started with Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and Eve fucked up. Right. Like it starts with Eva. women uh-huh. committed original sin. Like, how could women ever be equals in to men in Christianity when they fucked it all up? Right. <laughs> exactly. So we're it the was, sinners. We, so had we, we were the temptation. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had it perfect. So and y'all here fucked we go. It up. <laughs> we're fucking hungry, and some dude talked to you, and yeah. <laughs> that, that, when I think about that, I was like, "That sucked, dude." That's how so... could Catholics ever, ever? How could you be a really hardcore or really believe in mm-hmm. the faith and also believe women are equal? Mm-hmm. Right? You can't, right? Because yeah. women are not equal because they committed original sin. Mm-hmm. We're still paying for it. Fuck. Dang, we would have lived forever, Sylvia. We would have <laughs> lived forever. You had, had fucking an apple, dude. You had a right? steak. You could have steak or pomegranate, whatever the fuck they say it was. <laughs> and that kind of changes it. Pomegranates are a little bit fancier, but. Right, yeah. Eternal life, dude. Right. For a pomegranate. Boy, let me tell you. That apple was just too tempting. That and, snake, dude. And we're right that there snake breaking rules. And we're going to continue. Words. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm also like, women are cool. Yeah. They gave us reason. They broke us out of that bullshit. Right. We would have been like with our blinders all like, oh, life is great. Exactly. Life is great. Women are like, we shook things up shit. a little bit. Yeah. Huh. Let's go build a pyramid. That's right. All right. All right. Let's <laughs> fucking do this shit, I guess. And back then, you know, our ancestors, women were also very valuable looked up upon women right like they they were praised too yeah um, in Aztec culture yeah. women women were held in very high regard right and they uh-huh. actually ran the household exactly Thank you, yes books. <laughs> there you go you know read more books yo <laughs> and actually uh, speaking also back about our culture and i, mm-hmm. I have a note up there because when i met you see was it? I don't remember if it was at the the at the juice place or we had run into each other at, at 
somewhere else. But anyway, I think we ran into a lot of functions in the city, like yeah, you know, little art events and. But yeah. yeah, we actually started talking more when I was working at the juice. Bar yeah, and and, and you mentioned again, you're all about that healthy living and all mm -hmm. that, and that's a really big thing right now. Yeah, veganism mm -hmm. is huge. Eating healthy lifestyle and all that. Yeah, and. Going back to the Mexican food nowadays, you know, tacos, which are actually traditional. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny that how vegan eating is so popular now. Mm -hmm. But in traditional Mexican cooking mm -hmm. is mostly vegan naturally. Yeah, like astronomia. There was no... There was no cows or pigs or anything right. before Europeans showed up. Mm -hmm. It was turkeys and deer. Right, you know, uh -huh. and I'm sure they didn't get many of those. And Cholo Swinglers, no. <laughs> they would eat dogs. They too. did. They would they eat, eat dogs. My dog, Cholos. <laughs> they would eat dogs. But they it's cool. Alligator but and an stuff. alligator. But and most it was of like, it was beans. Uh -huh. You know, squash, corn, corn, uh -huh. all this staple. You know, beans and corn, dude. If you eat beans and corn, no you're, you're cool. Yeah, like yeah, it has all yeah potatoes, potatoes, potatoes yes. tomatoes. All this stuff, like, yeah. So traditional, like, if, if you, yeah, if you go to a taqueria, you're going to get greasy-ass food. Right. That makes you feel heavy and like, ugh. Mm -hmm. But if you were to go to a traditional Oaxacan mm -hmm. restaurant. Yes. You would be, you'd struggle to find meat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. There's not going to be chicken on there. There's not going to be pork. There's going to be, uh, again, a tortilla or some kind of, again, maize dough. Right. Turned into some shape. Right. With, with some kind of filling, you know, like <laughs> natural filling. That's all it is. I you love know? it. Yeah. Sopes or fucking guaraches or everything. It's all the same base, you know. <laughs> right. It's all the same. And which is, I, I think, also amazing and, sh and why the food should be elevated uh -huh. worldwide. Right. To be mm. like, we can go from this one base right. and do hundreds of things. People talk about the mother sauces in France all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, with the five mother sauces, you can do hundreds of other shit. It's like, we can do that with corn. Fool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but yeah, but we don't, you don't think of Mexican food in that same sense. You think of it as what I get after the bars when I'm drunk uh -huh. on the street because it's greasy and yeah. it's fast and it's cheap. And it is all that. It's funny. It's just like Selena's. Like, it is all that. <laughs> but it also is one of, one of the most varied, unique, and Fancy is not the right word, but one of the top cuisines. Yeah, it should be, it should be up there again. Japanese, Italian, French. We can all say those are very well regarded worldwide cuisines. And again, if people, and I, again, I, I think Mexican food mm -hmm. should be up there, or Mesoamerican. I don't know how. I think maybe calling it Mexican food in it, in itself, uh -huh. especially in this country, has already this connotation, right? Uh -huh. But if we can say native food, because I don't know food. who the fuck. Are, comes out of utah you know if the native americans mm -hmm. made it you know they make tamales in fucking mississippi like, right yeah and um so yeah and i don't know that, that, yeah. that also blows my mind that it's like dude it's so weird how we come from such and it sucks because it's the only way to describe it but like rome mm -hmm. we come from the rome of this part of the world right uh -huh. yet we look up to rome right exactly <laughs> yes and it's just like nothing I've, I've, wrong and again nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of little like books lately you know decolonizing our food decolonizing our, our culture 
But I've seen one where it was like decolonizing our food. And it was like, yeah, like we did become not just colonized as a people, but even our food. Dude, like Lakota Woman. There's yeah. a book I'm reading called Lakota Woman. Uh-huh. And it's this lady who was, her whole thing was she was going to save her because she's Lakota, Sue. Uh-huh. Um, the food. Mm-hmm. recipes she's like oh part of our culture was eating like our culture is deteriorating because we're eating the white man's food mm-hmm. and it's making us lazy and because we can't do what we did naturally because we're not eating in that way right we're forgetting yeah and um so she she had this you know she wrote books she's really well known for making recipes mm-hmm. uh, again recipe books and writing down the history yeah. of, you know, going around the tribes, talking to the old ladies and be like, how did you do it? How did you harvest things? Mm-hmm. How did you cook them? And, you know, what was it? Yeah. And it, it, it's such an amazing book mm-hmm. because it blows my mind that when you think of American food, you think of hamburgers yes. and French fries, which, mm-hmm. again, it is. It very much is nowadays. But when was the last, like, there should be, okay, Burger King, Wendy's, and real American food, you know? Whatever, buffalo or I, I, you know, I mean, in, in the Americas, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it just blows my mind that, that you know, we have Olive Garden. We have Red Lobster. Yes. We have all, all these, uh, I mean, a bunch of great sushi places right, around uh-huh. here. But if I wanted to eat, again, what somebody ate in what South Dakota uh-huh. 300 years ago, I can't. You can't, yeah. You can't. I have to, I have to look it up and be literally. like, oh, and just read it and be like, oh, that's what they probably ate. Or literally maybe go buy the stuff, right? And yeah. make it in your own house. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even that, it's not that common. And you know? even then, I could, uh-huh. I could make a cheesecake probably, you know, right yeah. now from memory, I could cobble together a cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Tell me to make some succotash. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck, yeah. how I would do that. I know it has corn and it's wet. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. no it's crazy it's crazy i was in japan about three years ago and my cousin out there he's living out there he's like do you know how hard it is to find a taqueria out here <laughs> like and just alone the ingredients to make tacos yeah. at home like it's such a mission to go and find you know the ingredients carne la, los, the sauces the spices yeah. everything you know and he's like it's so hard he's like i would love to open a, a mexican restaurant here i wanted to and dude for a minute i was like maybe i should do that maybe i should go to japan and open a mexican restaurant or something like that right yeah Just, hell yeah yeah people would love it <laughs> and it could be mediocre Right, but you're just there. Like, I'm Silvia Traore. Just just box speak some Spanish, and they'll be like five star right here. <laughs> this is the best shit in Tokyo. Literally, like, it'll be like fucking, that. Man, this is like Taco Bell shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's funny because he said he's like, there is this one place where they sell tacos, and that's like where everyone goes. Like it's like the taco joint, right? Like, yeah. all right, let's go have some tacos. And hey, they're making bank. And then they're not even yeah, Mexican. They're that's, Japanese that's people. The shit. Oh God, I love that. I love that. I want to move to Japan and open my own shit. <laughs> I recently learned how to make nixtamal. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no I way. Was always, yeah, I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to make my own tortillas. You know? Nice. And yeah. I got the maseca and I was like, whack. Yeah. Whack. I just put water in this. This is lame. Fuck no. I want to do the real shit. Yeah. So <laughs> then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then um, then I found a supplier online, uh-huh. 
Macienda. Shout out Macienda.com hey. if you want, dude. And these dudes, heirloom corn from Mexico. They even say this is the farmer that we get it from. Oh, nice. They even have a story like this is Pedro right here. He's been doing it forever. <laughs> I love it. I don't it. know why it's in that accent. It's super yeah. racist. Super racist. <laughs> I know the way you but said it. Th- that's how it's that's how it is. That's how it's written. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's cool because you can get mm-hmm. five, ten, fifty pound bags of this stuff. So and they have a book mm-hmm. about nixtamalización. Nixtamal, yeah. And, um, and yeah, they did all, they interviewed all these Mexican chefs. They interviewed these Mexican ladies and all this. And they put together a book of like, this is how you, this is the process, how we figured it out. That's so cool. Uh-huh. So I bought the book. Actually, I think I have it up there. Nice. And and then I bought a, a molino. Orale, you know? Dude, and, you're and machine, I call it. I call it El Molin Machine. <laughs> and, uh, Dang. Yeah, and Don't tell me you have hand, your little hut in the back punch. to do your throat. No, not yet. I walk, well, I've given up on that. I don't know. I Again, <laughs> we are a different breed. Than, yeah. Well, again, you're you're born in Mexico, but you came over here when you're one. You lost the magic. Oh, no. But like no. Mexicans. Uh-huh. Like, again, that shit about working hard, that's true for a lot of Mexicans. Yes. Not, not us fucking fresa Mexicans over no, here. No, it's true. But, no, I, dude, because yeah. that shit is hard. Yeah. To, I mean, just to do, like, three cups mm-hmm. of and to mill your own by hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm there sweating my ass off. I take hella breaks. Yeah. I'm watching these YouTube videos. These ladies doing, like, five pounds at a time. Like nothing. <sighs> yeah. They're not even tripping. They're all talking. I'm just like, this is... That's my dear's business, people. actually. In You're Mexico, she makes her little extra money. Mm-hmm. Pero hace también everything from scratch. She means tamal, everything. Fuck and it's yeah. like, dude, not it's even in, in, in mi ranchito are people doing it. Those those traditions, that it's getting lost, too. Well, and that's you know? also, yeah, because uh-huh. that, now, yeah, they'll have like a big mill in town. Uh-huh. You know, so even the small towns, they'll just either take their corn to him yeah. or... He'll already just sell the masa. Yes, and uh-huh. it's like, dude, back that's, then everyone that's had to work for shit. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Tortillas. That's our. Yes, that's our. I, I don't know. That's our sushi. I don't, I don't know what. Yes. You know, but that, that's the, where every Mexican should have that skill. Uh-huh. Of and if dude, once you know how to make nixtamal, that's again the base. That is for the base. Everything you can fucking do so much stuff. That's so true. And, uh, yeah. and it's so easy. And did you ever end up making? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, did yeah. you like yeah, <laughs> figure yeah. it out? I've, I've, made, I've made yeah several batches of tortillas. What? I st- yeah. Nice. I'll, I'll let you know when next time. I haven't made hey. a batch in a while, but <laughs> I'll put in a uh, little order. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the shit. Come it's next year the, the holidays, I'm gonna be like, hey, y'all, I like, freaking love it. Order. <laughs> it's so yeah, dude. I'll, I, I'm gonna I, make some tamales or you know like. Because you can make tamales from there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh-huh. that's, exactly, like, is the... that's exactly. It's just the amount of water that you exactly, use. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, like atole. Atole. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, people, we make fucking drinks from corn. Y'all don't oh, know that shit. Um, yeah, well, I'm to the point where I'm trying to save money. When, uh-huh. That's always difficult, but for an electric one. Oh, okay. Like I told you, I'm not built like yeah. the Mexican ladies. <laughs> I'm like, this is cool. This is- and yeah, I look like a hipster. All, sa, 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 with, my fucking, <laughs> with my molino, but fuck that shit. Dude. Yes. 500 bucks, I can get a really nice dude, one. That and that could work do all, all day. Kind. Like that's an odd, like you have to wake up early in the morning, yeah. get it ready. And like, if you want to have like your tortillitas ready for yeah. the afternoon, for your lunch, for your dinner, 
You got to put in some work. Yeah, because you, you can't. Yeah, you have to make that masa that same day. Yeah, you can't make it the day before and then no. do it. It's gonna be. It's, it's it does ter- not taste that. the same. Yeah, yeah it, it, it just doesn't have the same consistency. No. it dries mm-hmm. out. It's yes. just not. It's just not cool. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, this millennial, fuck that. We can't handle that shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm trying to save money. Actually, it's almost Christmas time. <sighs> If only my mom listened to the show. Oh, tell, hey, mom, you should listen to this episode. <laughs> Be like, mom. <laughs> it's almost Christmas time. I'm, my, my culture, I feel like I'm lacking culture. <laughs> no te preocupes, Nico. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude, I, you know, that's my next step. I'm going to get a, because I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's the, well, I mean, I'll, I'll still buy them when I'm at restaurants and shit. Mm-hmm. But at home, like, no, I'm making fucking fresh tortillas. I think it's so cool. Like, that's something that I look forward to when I go to Mexico. To go to my tia's little, she lives right behind my grandma. And it's cool to see her, like, get up so early in the morning. And, like, you smell it. Like, ya que prendió el, el fogón. Yeah. Uh-huh. She still has her little hut con el fogón. And, and that's where she does yeah. it. I mean, and um and they taste different. You can't like no, I don't know. Never, it's different. Yeah, you'll never yeah. be you, you can do it exactly like them, uh-huh. even bring over the same yes. stuff they warm it up on, but it's never gonna be the it's same. Not the same the water, the air, the same. Yeah, exactly. Abajo, you know, in the little cuartito in the where you especially like where is that room was built to make tortillas and you know, prepare yeah. food. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you go on YouTube, all the videos are like, yeah, yeah they're all in, in right? that same room uh-huh. that you're mentioning. My mentioning. grandma had her cuartito también where she, you know, growing up when we would go to Mexico, like that was another thing that I would look forward to, waking up in the morning and she was duro, you know, making tortillas. Yeah. And we would come out and the tortillas were ready. So freshly made, un poquito de agua and then salecita, roll Dude. it up and just like that, eat it like Hell that. Dude, yeah. that was like the best. Yeah, oh, it was sounds good. soul crushing to see it go down because yeah, because my grandma can't do that. She's, you know, yeah, yeah. but yeah, she. it was really sad to see them tear down because that was like such Dude. an important piece. Of, yeah, exactly right. You know? Of, like leave it as a monument. Yes, <laughs> I like seriously, like I was so bummed out. I'm like, no, like don't bring it down. I remember like kind of like doing a little mini protest to my tia and my grandpa <laughs> that really wanted yeah. <laughs> I was about to. You're not going to tear this down. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Where the leña used to burn. And that's the only thing that's left from that. And I'm it's like, like 99 oh. red balloons. Yes. But it's funny because I hear that. Ya no las hacen como antes a los señores. You know, los señores mayores. As my grandparents, right? Yeah. They've lived such a long life. Um, and they're, they're healthy. They've gone sick recently because... You know, accidents happen. No more tortillas. And, that's yeah, why. Yeah, like, but hey, it's, dude, they've lived such a long, healthy life, and it all has to do with that again. You know, like they grew up eating clean, none of these like fast food, like carne. Yeah. Like they grew up eating nopales, making their tortillas right. Um, yeah, and stuff that was gallinas, like from their backyard. So they would stuff. like you know get their eggs straight from the gallinas in the back. Oh, hell yeah. You know, sometimes they would get a puerco, right? And but they would race it. You know, I remember my at one point we also had a pig and <laughs> we saw it grow and eventually we made it into carnitas. But yeah, we knew that yeah. that puerco was good and it yeah, didn't have anything. Uh huh. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that yeah, has I, a lot well, to do with you know why a lot of people are now getting sick. My mom even says that when she came to the states. That's when she started gaining weight. That's when she, like, you know, because before coming to America, like, she was healthy. She was mazelgada. Like, she, you know, didn't have the luxury of going and just 
buying a burger, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. That's so easy. Right? I, I had an Uber driver one time, and I never would have thought I would have had this conversation, but uh-huh. we had like a 15-minute conversation all about indigenous people mm-hmm. and, and their intelligence. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he was Mexican, um, but more indigenous. Yeah. I think he was way more than 60%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there but he was saying, he's like, it's a trip in this country, you know, like you get a headache and they say, take this pill Mm -hmm. or you have a stomach ache, take this pill or this or that. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're taking and why it's working. He he, he wasn't like against modern medicine, but he's like, he's like, but we're losing knowledge and we're dependent on these people that are making money off of us Mm -hmm. to give us this knowledge. He's like, but back our ancestors, Mm -hmm. they knew, Oh, stomach ache. Let me go harvest this plant. Headache. Uh-huh. Let me go get this plant. Mm-hmm. And they they all within the community all yes. had that like a communal knowledge. Yeah. You didn't have to. Obviously, there probably was like shaman and people that were more knowledgeable. But mm-hmm. he was like, you didn't have to depend on a company to be like, yeah. this is good for this. Or, oh, your heart. This, you know. Right. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, back then we we. We were kind of in balance with nature, I guess, is, is yes. how, he, how he was trying to say, which totally, totally, totally agree. And with it wasn't that. funny because uh-huh. it wasn't like this big old mystic, you know, like, oh, the sun d- dictates right. that we do this and that. <laughs> he was very, he was talking all about indigenous stuff, but very logically. Right. Uh-huh. As in, like, and it made total sense. As yes. in, like, yeah, I and don't know how aspirin works. Right. Or yeah. I don't know if within the Salinas Valley here, there's a plant. That I could just chew on instead of taking right. aspirin. Exactly. You know? uh-huh. There might totally. be. I have no idea. I don't know what any of these plants around here do. We don't do. know. And I know that Salinas, you know, there were native people here, right? Yeah, and I'm sure they all knew. Yeah. And now what? Now they just have a fucking sign on 68, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, like right there on Ford Ward. Like I, uh-huh. well, what do we know about them? What did they eat and why? And exactly. are those plants still around? Should right? we be protecting those plants? I've been so curious about those things. Yeah. And like, right. you know, the Creek Bridge Park, Um, the, what is it called? I always Nativity call it Creek. Nativity, Nativity, yeah. Creek. Like all of that. There are some plants that are like just native from here. Yeah. I don't know which ones they are, but I want to know. Like, I right. wish I was educated on those things. And what do they do and how can I use them? Because they're there. Yeah, they're there. Yeah. And they're slowly disappearing. Right. Like, I mean, we're taking over space. That man. And it's like, yeah. well, it's sad. I don't know that, that we're lacking that kind of knowledge. But I totally agree. Back then it was like, here, tomate este te de, you know, whatever it is. Um. It's going to help yeah. you with that stomach ache or rub this garlic here or un pedacito de mint in your ear for an earache, right? Or yeah. like just different ways of healing. But now we just go to yeah, the pharmacy. Yeah, it's all synthetic, exactly. Uh-huh. Which again, nothing wrong with nothing that. Nothing wrong Obviously, with that. Obviously, it, some, it yes, works. totally, it totally. Works. Uh-huh. It's modern medicine. I'm not against modern medicine. Mm-hmm. But if something were to happen where we can't get that yeah. modern medicine what then? And then you know if we don't we can't just regain that knowledge exactly it has to be continually passed down right amongst people right because uh-huh. again what if one day we can't make penicillin or aspirin for whatever reason i don't even know how it's made exactly but what if we can't you mm-hmm. know and we're like oh well we have all these plants around us then. right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we don't know how they work exactly like you know i had tias that were known as um 
Well, people would always go to them, and even my, and they taught my mom how to like sobar de empachada, like how to curar a un niño de espantado, like how to like fix la mollera. I don't know if you've ever heard que se les cae la mollera a los niños. rain in here right now? <laughs> <laughs> what are all these clouds forming above us? <laughs> but <Yeah>. like, <laughs> these were things that were passed on. Like, if not, then like. And, and and people will go to them. They were like the little, like the doctors of our town. Yeah. Um, people will go to them for a stomach ache. Oh, que están pachados. So they will go and que los sobaran de pachados. Okay. And then, and then rub an egg on you. And then, <laughs> that too. <laughs> yes, they, yeah. Right. And you know, que, está, que, se, que se cayó. Un perro um, came out of nowhere and scared them. So now están espantados. So can you, so many people have gone to my mom para que los curen de espantados. And she just yell more. <laughs> stop being scared! Stop being scared! Stop being scared! <laughs> ah, okay, I'm done. There you no, go. Oh, there's like a whole ritual, pesos. right? <laughs> and it's like it's beautiful, and I and I want to learn. I want to. I want to learn. That's my goal. I'm gonna teach. Tell my mom to teach me how to curar de espantados. I know how to sobar de de empachado. So to be empachado means that you ate a lot of like pan, yeah. and it's like. Your digestive take system is backed up. Yeah, right. Drink an you espresso. Would take, you Drink an espresso. How about that? <laughs> Drink some type of bismol. It's going to help. And no, my mom would right away say, oh, estás empachada. I'm like, here, let me fix That's you my up. bougie so ass in the corner with Pepto. Like, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Dude, I got you. I got you. I know how to sort this bachada. And, you know, you make your little tea at the end, and that's going to help you digest. Eventually, you'll go you'll go yeah. you know but see there's other ways it's just again we've become colonized and we've become yeah you know it's well, a again, business we, it's a business and, and we come from an excellent culture that do, i mean the uh -huh. one thing again because again people hear all that decolonized and that they like kind of roll their eyes and it's just oh you're just anti-white or something it's mm. like no we're proud we should be proud of our culture. We yeah. did all this cool shit. Mm -hmm. We built pyramids bigger than Egypt, and those are fucking famous. Right, um, <laughs> right. I know. And um, but it's weird that yeah, a lot of the times I think Mexicans we go along with the belittling of our our culture. Yeah, because we want to feel we dude. We're ostracized in our country, and we're ostracized That's in true. our parents' country. Mm -hmm. And so we want to feel every, it's a human thing to want to feel like you belong. Like you belong, yeah. So it's a lot easier to be like, oh, yeah, Mexicans are weird. They eat this or that or uh -huh. they dress this way. The Look at those pointy boots, fucking idiots, you know. Right. It's easier to, again, to be part of the bullies. Right. Oh, yeah. Because you feel accepted. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think it's important that we also take pride before we forget so much of our culture that exactly. it's just... It's just an Aztec guy holding a lady when people are selling shirts of it, you know, like, no, right. there's so much more. It goes beyond that. It's so rich, you mm -hmm. know, from the food to the science to the fucking philosophy and all yeah. this. Again, go up to anybody and say, explain Aztec philosophy or who's a famous Aztec philosopher. Mm -hmm. Nobody will give you an answer. That's true. And say, what's a famous white philosopher or European philosopher? That's true. People will yeah. give you four fucking people that have no idea what philosophy even is. You just explain to them real quick and they'll be oh, like this guy? Of course. Yes. What uh -huh. about within your own culture? That's you know? true. Dude, you have a point but, there. And 
I yeah. even anyway, feel like, yeah, like. I want to wrap this up. We could, we could. Yeah, totally, dude. Yeah. I could be here forever. We'll Man, it's been a whole hour. I can keep an talking. And... I know we can. Oh, we definitely can. <laughs> we need to do part two of this. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we, yeah. This is this will definitely be a part one. Um, but yeah, I, it's been so fun. Yeah, and right. This yeah, this was a good interview. I yeah, I'm like a little. I was nervous, you know, and I tend to space like blank out. Like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna say? Like. But it's this been really, is, really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over the years and over the episodes recording, I've realized interviewing is like a dance. <laughs> yeah. And it's my responsibility to lead. Oh, okay. Because you're, as the interviewer, yeah, you'll, or interviewee, <laughs> you'll yeah. just get lost. So I have to, hey, dude, I have to keep the we dance. Just did a tango rhythm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> the vocal tango. <laughs> the vocal tango. Uh, but is there anything you would like to add before we sign off here? Mm, well we got more time i mean we'll yeah. we'll be back you're you've this is yeah. what we do this yeah is what well, we do. you're welcome well thank you i want to say thank you for providing a space like this and for having yeah. you know this in our community like we were saying we need more spaces like this for us to come and, and be heard our voices right um so thank you for having yeah. this for well, thank, us thank you yeah. thank you for coming on and, and being a part of it and yeah we love it we we can we can reach the world on this because we're on the internet. Most definitely, People don't listen yeah. from around the world. But hey, we got one person from Sri Lanka. Well, hey, <laughs> what's up? I don't know what language you speak, but uh, and welcome. <laughs> Just some hacker trying to steal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah. Don't forget your roots and and you know, study study where you come from. Go ask, ask questions. Talk to your grandparents. Yeah, be curious, right? And. Everybody afraid, too, like, even if you're German American as well. Like, everyone, go, go uh-huh. fi- figure it out. Figure it you out. Realize, I think, yeah. It, ultimately, I think people will realize, you know, the yeah, German American will talk to their parents, and then they'll realize, oh, you guys came from France to yeah. Germany, and like, oh, so I'm connected. So like, again, we're mm-hmm. not that different. Yeah, we're not. We're not that different, you and I. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. Talk been- to. Yes. Sorry. Go go ahead. (laughs) No, yeah. I'm just saying like, hey, educate yourself as much as you can. And yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, you'll definitely be back. Definitely. for today, that's it. I hope everybody enjoyed it. It was a nice, nice little way to like... Just get, get comfortable. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We'll get, I'll come more we prepared didn't even next get political. time. We, you guys <laughs> didn't even hear what we were saying before right? we started recording. We stayed away from that. We did a yes. good job. But uh, anyway, thanks, thanks for listening. We'll catch you all next week. Thank you. Peace. Bye-bye.